Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Heaton. All right, you might be wondering, hey, where's Jessica? Well, you're going to be hearing a good bit of her in a few moments. Um, this episode is going to be a bit shorter than normal. We'll be back um, probably around Memorial Day weekend with a much longer show, uh, mostly because I wanted to save the, the time and bandwidth that I have allotted uh, in a month for a, uh, a much larger show to for a few other uh, topics I wanted to hit on. So... What you're going to be hearing in this episode is just a few pieces of me ranting and then um, some interviews. We got uh, down at Monsterpalooza about a week ago as of this recording uh, in Pasadena, California. So uh, for those who don't know, Monsterpalooza is a big kind of, um, it's not exactly a horror convention, even though horror is kind of the topic but it's about more about monsters, if anything else. And, you know, there's monsters in a lot of horror films. But if anything, of overall, it's a uh, practical effects and um, makeup show more than anything else. And that's, you know, a lot of your classic monsters come from that. So if you like stuff like, uh, you know, the old school horror films of Universal, like, you know, Dracula and the Mummy, that kind of stuff. Uh, the practical effects that Rob Button did in uh, um, The Thing, amazing movie. Or, uh, you know... If you're listening to this, the suit acting of many of a, uh, a kaiju film, then Monster Palooza was the place to be. Um, there were a bevy of uh, kaiju-related guests, including the OG himself, Mr. Haru Nakajima. He was there. Uh, we talked to him. We'll have that's not going to be included on this episode. It's going to be for something else. Uh, but we did interview a ton of other people. You'll hear, you'll hear them in a minute. But um, it was great seeing everyone out. Saw uh, Paula from uh, the Tokusatsu Network, which uh, she helped with uh, you know, covering my butt once again. I'm internally always grateful to her uh, <laughs> for doing that. Um, actually, uh, real quick, too. By the time you hear this, hopefully it will be up. But I am taking over their, um, their film club. Uh, column on the Tokusatsu Network. So it's going to be a monthly thing. Um, you could check it out. The first one hopefully will be going up pretty soon. Um, uh, just stick to our Twitter. Ch- uh, follow the Tokusatsu Network on Twitter as well. You can follow them for the, you know, if you're if you, you're into this stuff, but you're also into, like, Sentai and, um, you know, Metal Hero stuff, uh, or if any of that rocks your, uh, floats your boat, like the Japanese versions of Power Rangers, do, do check them out because they do a damn good job of covering every facet of life uh, in that department, much more so than I could ever do. But uh, I will be um, waxing poetic about a lot of uh, awesome, you know, Japanese special effects films. So uh, the first one I, I'll probably be talking about over there, uh, by the time you hear this, will be King Kong Escapes, um, a personal favorite of mine. But that's... Uh, that's for now. I'll, I'll, I'll leave you guys a, um, a link in the show notes for uh, the Toku Network. And uh, do follow follow them on Twitter. And tell Paul, send them some love. Especially Paula, because uh, they're, they're super awesome people. Uh, ran into uh, Kyle from the Kaiju Cast. That guy, I, I don't know how he was alive by the time he did because he had just literally gotten off a plane from Japan back in his hometown of Portland and then hopped on another plane I think less than like 24 hours later to come down to uh, Southern California for the weekend. So, um, always check out the Ka- the Kaiju cast. I mean, he's he's the he's the original, he's the king. 
Um, and he'll, I think he's got some stuff coming from that show, too. I know he was busy um, getting his own uh, interviews. And uh, as just, I don't know, I, I, if you really want to see stuff, I, um, check out our YouTube page. Yes, we our, our YouTube page is uh, kind of growing a bit. Uh, I'm trying my best to put up more content on there. You can find us on YouTube.com slash the Kaiju Kingdom podcast. Um, I'll leave show notes. I'll leave notes. I'll, I will leave show notes for those. Um, pretty much, uh, uh, I will have video from. I, I will definitely have the video versions of the interviews you're going to hear up for the um, up there for them, and then on that on the YouTube page, and then some other footage I shot at uh, Monster Palooza as well. Uh, I should be done with in the next few days or so. So uh, do check that. Out. Send us some love. Uh, to, the YouTube page was kind of neglected for a while. I've had some more time coming my hands up and uh, trying to vastly improve that as uh, that aspect of uh, our uh, little uh, operation here. Um, on uh, a few other notes, uh, before we get into the interviews, I want to pop out some news. And we'll we'll delve into these. Uh, probably a, a much greater aspect in the, on the next uh, episode, but uh, Subarai did officially announce a new Ultraman series, Ultraman Orb. There was a, uh, a a trailer or a teaser out for it, pretty much just kind of giving away the gimmick of the show. It's the 50th anniversary series for Ultraman, and um, uh, much in line with a lot of other anniversary series that have happened in the last few years, um, especially with um, the Sentai stuff. Uh, they, uh, Super Eye is um, kind of going back and uh, revisiting all the great Ultras of the past with uh, Ultraman Orb. The gimmick is that Orb can, instead of just summoning the power of a previous Ultraman, they can combine powers. So you can combine the power of Ultraman Leo and like Ultraman Jack and put them together, and you get that, or Tiga and uh, the original Ultraman, and the the orb creates like a hybrid version of uh, of the of the Ultraman's ability, of the Ultraman's looks. It's actually a much it's a much cooler concept than just you know going back and you know using powers, which I think uh, Jinga did. I'm not, I haven't watched Jinga yet. It's up. It's uh, the uh, as as I speak. Uh, it's actually up on Crunchyroll now. So if you're not subscribing to Crunchyroll, I don't know why, because uh, they are pretty much the source for everything Ultraman. Right? They put up like another three series in the last like eight weeks or so, and uh, something tells me they might probably pick up Orb for a simulcast, because apparently uh, it looks like X did fairly well for them. Uh, fairly well for them. So that's uh that's that's good times right there. Anything more Ultraman is is always good. I mean, come on, people. I most of us come from a day when we had nothing, nothing. We were we were grateful to have anything remotely related to Ultraman in the series. I mean, uh, in the 70s you had the original show. In the late 80s, uh, Seven made its way out here on cable, and then the early 90s for me, you know, at least my generation, it was uh, Ultraman Towards the Future, you know, which was pretty damn cool in its own way, but after that, there was there was nothing until that terrible, terrible 4Kids dub of Tiga, and that didn't really last well, and that didn't really jumpstart the Ultraman craze like, you know, a lot of people had hoped it would, so be thankful 
that Crunchyroll is delivering us uh, so much great Ultraman, and all they're just asking like a simple nine ninety nine a month uh, subscription fee, or you could technically watch it for free with a bunch of commercials. Either way, you're supporting them. You're supporting. You're legally supporting Ultraman. You're legally supporting Subaraya, and you don't go have to. You don't have to go spend like ninety dollars on a bootleg set. Uh, of some fan sub at a uh, collector show, like out in Minneapolis somewhere. So, do support them. Um, also, speaking of Sentai, uh, the great August Ragoni will be hosting another all-day marathon on Shout Factory TV on May 21st. He will be hosting a all-day broadcast of uh, it will be a uh, Die Ranger. So, uh, I know not exactly kaiju related, but anything August, I, you know, I, the, the man's, uh, he's good people and, uh, pretty much a walking encyclopedia of all this stuff. So, uh, he did, uh, the, he did the lot, he did the previous Sentai, um, marathon for Shaw Factory TV, and he also hosted the Gamory, or Gamory, Gamora, uh, marathon for, uh, Shaw Factory TV as well. So, same thing like those previous ones, it's gonna be a fun time. They're gonna host, I believe, the first, eight episodes that you could check out and then eventually buy the whole set on DVD this summer from Shout uh, Factory TV or shoutfactory.com um, so check that out it's May 3rd, May 21st um, I sadly probably won't be able to watch it as I'll be in Hawaii at the uh, amazing uh, Hawaii Comic Con so if any of you are out in Hawaii come check that out uh, more than likely I haven't gotten confirmation yet, but it's looking like I will have a few panels out there. So, um, if you want to come check me out, check out the amazing Hawaii Comic Con. Um, I believe I will have something kaiju related going on there as well, and then I'll be working. Uh, I'll be working on the floor. I'll be out of booth. I don't. We don't have the booth number at this moment, but uh, when we get closer, I'll throw it up on uh, uh, on our Facebook page. You can come say hi. You know chit chat and uh, maybe you know throw a few shekels uh you know our way I, i'm not saying come buy stuff but you know just say hi I, I might have i might have a few things as well i'm not uh, i'm gonna see how busy how you know packed my uh my backpack will be might bring some uh, cool stuff but more than likely i am uh, for what i'm being told i will have uh, or at least i will have or be on a kaiju related panel as well and i probably will have my um my uh, Saturday Morning Spectacular, as I'm calling it, uh, panel as well, um, where uh, I kind of uh, go over the history of uh, some uh, more cult uh, Saturday Morning cartoons that really aren't kind of as mainstream as, um, say, a Transformers or a uh, G.I. Joe are, but, you know, you kind of remember them, and when you do, you're like, oh my god, I, kinda, I, I love that, so... Uh, look for that if you're out in Hawaii. Um, also, uh, probably be doing something similar to that in the Las Vegas uh, version of that show as well in June. But uh, I'll I'll come back around with that when we get closer to that one. So, uh, but yeah, the the 19th, the 20th, 21st, and 22nd. If you are in Honolulu, come come on down. It's a, it's gonna be good times, and uh, it's a it's a real fun show. My buddy went last year. He said everyone had a great time. There's some great artists out there, and uh, yeah, we just you know, if you you're listening to this out in the islands, come say hi. Um, also, August has uh, broken some news about something I'm kind of excited about: the 4K remastered of uh, King Kong versus Godzilla that uh, Toho is putting together for a um, 
the uh, an all-week marathon leading up to uh, Godzilla Resurgence for Shin Godzilla. Um, you can check out his blog, uh, The Good, The Bad, The Godzilla. He's got some uh, <laughs> he's got some awesome uh, uh, comparison shots of the remastering, and it looks it looks phenomenal. I can't. I love I love King Kong versus Godzilla. It's one of my top. It's in my. It's easily my top five. It might be like my third or second favorite. Um, just it's just a just a damn good time of a film. Um, uh, just really in the podcast format, the pictures. You know, I mean, it's I'm just kind of you know it, you really can't say anything. So check out August's blog um, for more. Um, that's probably the best I can give you right there. I'm kind of uh, going on ranting right now as uh, I don't have any, but it's once again deep into the morning as we as we record this as always. Um, also, need to uh, give a shout out to the fact that uh, this past week, uh, as I record this, was the 60th anniversary of Godzilla King of the Monsters. Now, some of you might be saying, wait a minute, wasn't that two years ago? It's like, well, that was the 60th anniversary of Godzilla's initially, his Gojira and, uh, in Japan. It took two years to come over stateside and uh, was released as Godzilla King of the Monsters out here. So, you know, it's it, it, it's a it's a very significant anniversary as uh, pretty much American audiences were introduced to uh, Godzilla for the first time. It's um, it's one of those things I always uh, kind of put because my dad was born like literally like a month after his release. So, you know, it's like, so how old's my dad? Oh, he's uh, he's he's going to be sixty. So, wait, oh, that means Godzilla's going to be Godzilla's sixty here too. So, that was, as a kid, that was always one thing I always put in my head that you know my dad and Godzilla were Godzilla was released the same year my dad was born. So, it's one of those weird little that dumb things that you know I always kind of like to. You know, when you make markers in your head, that's what you do. So, to uh, to commemorate, um, and we're gonna go probably delve deeper into um, the this 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 version of uh, Godzilla in the next episode. I, I kind of wanted to do a more in depth episode because I a, a lot of people kind of dump on this film now. It, it's much much like Daredevil the Ben Affleck one, when it came out, everyone's like, oh my god, this is, you know, it's a great movie. Now, mind you, it's not a perfect movie. But a lot of people were like, god, in 2004? 2003? Great movie. Everyone's like, oh my god, I haven't seen a superhero movie like that yet. And then a few years later, it became cool to just completely, you know, take a whiz all over Ben Affleck. Everyone's like, oh yeah, Daredevil? Oh, that movie is terrible. It's garbage. You know, it's, it's, you know, it's not what it should be, you know. And then the uh, Netflix series came out, they're like, yeah, yeah, we, screw yeah, screw that Ben Affleck atrocity. And I still say, like, uh, no, you all go to hell because most of you liked that movie when it came out and then became popular to to crap all over it. And I say, nay, nay, no, no, I'm calling you all on your your BS because that's not that's not cool. And plus, the director's cut of Daredevil is still a fantastic movie. The theatrical cut, um, when now that you have the director's cut, it's uh, yeah, they're they're two different films and uh, much like. Uh, Daredevil, there are two very different versions of Godzilla. There's Gorgira, and then there's Godzilla King of the Monsters. And, you know, some people, now that, you know, the original has been commercially available in the United States for going on a decade now, uh, you know, a lot of people were like, hey, yeah, you know, the American cut is it, it, not really that great. It's kind of a B movie. It's blah, blah. The, the, the Japanese cut does this, this fine masterpiece. Again, 
I call shenanigans on that, too, because, look, the, for the longest time, this is all we knew. This is all we had. We knew there was a, a, a Japanese cut there, but, you know, unless you bought the bootleg, that's the only way you saw it. And that wasn't, and that wasn't until maybe the early 90s. Um, and not only that, but Godzilla King of the Monsters, is it's it still retains most of what made the original great. I mean, there's there been many there there been a few other instances of films getting completely butchered and kind of not the final the final version doesn't resemble anything what the original version was. Guys, looking the monster pretty much is not it's not that it wasn't butchered at all. I mean, there were there were definitely scenes taken out, but there was also like a, a weird care given to it that when they put in the the Raymond Burr sequences, it it's it was actually masterfully in many ways. I could write a whole paper on this about how it was done because it's. It, it's not deterrent. They don't change too much of the story. There's not a hell of a lot of dubbing when it's not needed. They still leave a, a chunk of the Japanese dialogue in there, and then pretty much you just get the reaction of Raymond Burr going, oh, okay, so this is what's going on. And it, it's almost like a very meta film in its own way where it's, you're, the two films coexist, and you're, Godzilla King of the Monsters is just seeing it from a white guy's perspective. Um, I, I give a ton of credit for that because they 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 danced around a way of not butchering the film and not you know just completely Americanizing or just badly dubbing over it and still made it a, a made a way to kind of keep the original tone and not I, I'm using the word not a lot right now I realize um it just just not bastardized it um but we'll I'll go much deeper into that and. Sadly, probably talk over Jessica and whoever else we have on uh, on that episode, like I tend to do. But uh, I wanted to play the original trailer be- uh, for the film because I, I still it's got that great '50s uh, vibe to it, and uh, it's still it's just a, I, I don't know. I love '50s, '60s, like especially the late '50s, uh, like monster movie trailers. I had a whole tape collection of them when I was a kid, and I loved watching these things. There's just uh, there's a lost art to, to trailer cutting today, and I know you really can't maybe do a, a trailer where there's just some guys telling you to go watch the film because it's got great dynamic action and terrible violence and stuff like that. You, you can't really sell it like that, but there's also something to be said about, you know, just enthusiasm in a uh, voiceover and uh, a lot of cool cutting. So, And it doesn't hurt that the, uh, the source material is pretty cool, too. So um, listen to that. Come right back, and then we'll uh, get into our uh, interviews. Godzilla, king of the monsters, whose death ray blasts the city from the face of the earth before your very eyes. Godzilla, alive, stalking across the world, crushing all before it. Is Godzilla fantasy or a prophecy of doom? For the answer, see Godzilla, King of the Monsters. A tale of horror more fantastic than any ever written by Jules Verne. More terrifying than any ever shown on the screen. Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Incredible Titan of Terror. A story to stand the mind as a gargantuan creature of the sea surges up on a tidal wave of destruction to wreak vengeance on the earth. Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Fantastic beyond comprehension. Dripping beyond compare. Astounding beyond belief. The mightiest monster of them all. Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Alright, see what I tell you. That original trailer, that's pretty damn good, isn't it? Yeah, it is. 
So uh, we're going to jump into our uh, um, interviews we did at Monster Palooza. Um, I'm going to let Jessica take over from here. So uh, what you'll be hearing next is Jessica's lovely voice and uh, a little background noise uh, from uh, the floor because we did shoot these on the uh, outside floor of Monster Palooza. So um, uh, unlike some of our other on, on the floor, like poor Chris Mowry's interview where just had my recorder and a ton of people uh we, had, we were a little more prepared for for this one so um i'm gonna let jessica take it away we're gonna do three interviews back to back and then i'll come back to wrap up the show
And there you go. Awesome times. And, uh, what, what can be said? Like, and it's also, you know, hey, something to be said about, uh, you know, translations too. <laughs> so, uh, if you want to see, uh, these interviews, go to our, uh, YouTube page. Uh, again, the, uh, Kaiju Kingdom podcast. I'll have, uh, links in the show notes. Uh, they should be up by the time you hear this. I might be putting this out a little before those are ready to go, ready to roll. But, uh, do check out within, like, the week or so. I will definitely post them on our Twitter, our Facebook and our Tumblr as well. So, if uh, again, if you're listening to this and you're not in, you're getting it through uh, iTunes. You can also check it out on Stitcher as well, and uh, you can also uh, go and check out some of our other, at least yeah, some of our other stuff down uh, at therealmcast.com, where uh, we got two other podcasts currently going on right now. One, uh, f- uh, Comics and Chain has returned. I'm kind of sitting with my buddy Sergio as we talk about comic books and then of course take two which is now every Friday and um, it's uh, George Cordero and myself uh, ranting about uh, all the latest pop culture news and then uh, also out this time uh, as much uh, as much as some people were like man you really went deep into Beast Wars I I go even deeper Uh, my good buddy Eddie Dilworth and I who uh we both share a fond, mad love for 90s cartoons. We sat down and did a nearly two-hour, uh, you know, uh, love letter to Beast Wars. Uh, that's a special that it, you should be hearing by the time you hear this. Um, check that out on therealmcast.com. As always, you can find Jessica on Facebook. Do inbox her, please, um, before you, uh, you go and, you know, just willy-nilly at her. Um, I, you know, it's, there are some weird people out there. And, uh, you know, I like to, like, we like to keep it clean. I like to keep it fun. So, and she's a very nice person. So, please, if, uh, if you, uh, you make, making things weird, don't. Just don't do that. So, uh, and, uh, as always, find us on Facebook as well. I, if you need to ever get a hold of me, I always find, uh, me through our, um, Kaiju Kingdom podcast Facebook, and I also run the Twitter as well. So anytime you ever need to get a hold, like you want to yell at me for anything or call me an idiot, just go go on there, and uh, you can do that. All right, well that will do it for this shortened edition of the Kaiju Kingdom podcast. Tune in in a few weeks when uh, we will we will be discussing the 60th anniversary of Godzilla King of the Monsters. It's gonna be a good it's gonna be a good show. It's gonna be good times. So for myself and Jessica, thanks for listening. And-